Hey, Know-It-All Ned here. Thanks for tuning in to the Movie Know-It-All podcast, part of the Know-It-All Network. For our past listeners, thanks for following us as we make this transition. We have lots of things in store, so stay tuned. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are also launching Patreon with exclusive content like early access to brand new episodes, feature-length movie commentaries, and more. All for as little as $5 a month. If you're new here, be prepared for foul language, truth bombs, bad impersonations, and stuff you literally can't find anywhere else. Remember, other podcasts may know a lot, but we know it all. Welcome to the Movie Know-It-All Podcast here on the Know-It-All Network. We are your hosts, I'm Will. And I'm Bob and Hook. Hook, give us the hook. <laughs> yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard that right. Today we are going to be discussing the uh, um, the fairy tale classic that is Hook. And I got to tell you, man, this movie is holds an odd place in my heart. I know. Me too. It's weird. Because there's so, there's so much wrong with it, but like I hate so, everybody that I hate people that point it <laughs> out. Like, shut up! Yeah, <laughs> and and I think this was the first movie that I ever saw aside from Batman that made me understand what a blockbuster was. Right? I feel that. Yeah. Because I remember the first time I heard about this movie, I actually saw the tra- I remember the teaser trailer for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where it just had like a dark, like a, it was like a dark screen. Mm-hmm. And then you see uh, a hook going in the frame and then sparks flying all over the place. And then just yeah, a hook. the teaser. Yeah, you know? I remember that. That was just really a teaser, vividly. dude. And from that point on, I'm like, I'm like, ooh, like movies are events now. Like this is this wasn't just a one off thing, man. Yeah. Like it, it became and, it was one of those things where like, holy shit, like. They really wanted you to like they they told you it was Peter Pan without showing you anything. Yeah. It's kind of amazing. Yep. And that's kind of I, I feel like that's one of those movies you want to see stuff in the trailer. And and like <laughs> it, you it was it was a sizzle sizzle of a sizzle reel, man. Like, yeah, it's very good. It's a very good teaser. Yeah. Like, so you know, um, you know the name, you know the story, like all that shit. Like yeah. interesting. But what happened next? Right, you know, this was the. I guess, I guess you could say that this is an unofficial sequel to uh, the the nineteen forties uh, Disney Peter Pan. Don't say that; they'll sue us. <laughs> they'll but sue I mean, us I mean, it is because because I mean, back then, like uh, children back then, uh, movies we didn't have streaming services, we didn't have anything like that. Disney, when they released a movie, they released a movie in theaters. Mm-hmm. And then on home video for like six months, and then the movie disappeared. Right? Yeah, back to the Disney vault. Back to the Disney vault. So back Which, then, I don't understand how Disney Plus didn't call themselves the Vault. The- <laughs> they, they sh- that's what the that's what the streaming service should have been called instead of Disney Plus. It should have been called the Disney Vault. Yeah, but that's that's a little bit antiquated, isn't it? Don't you think? 
I don't know. That's why they don't call it the vault. You think they actually have a real vault? <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. People think that Disney's head is frozen at Disneyland somewhere. I'm just, I'm, I'm wondering, like, <laughs> like there's a lot of stories about Disney, and I'm no, like, there's a vault, but they put all the good movies in it. You think so? No, I know. They take all the movies and throw it in the big mattress back there. <laughs> <laughs> take all your money and throw it in a big mattress back there. <laughs> well, well, and and uh, they would release movies on home video, or they would re-release them in theaters. Yeah, and um, so back then. If you wanted to see Peter Pan, you actually had to actually own the video or wait for it to be re-released in the theaters. Which is a fucking ghoulish nightmare. Like So so the fact that they're making a quote unquote sequel mm. to Peter Pan and it was Steven Spielberg doing it. You know, there are very few directors that I think are perfect for for the movies that they're doing. Like oh, I thought Tim Spielberg's Burton was perfect for I thought that Tim Burton was perfect for Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, how wrong I was. Yeah. Uh, on that one. I was um, like, it's okay to be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought that uh, Zack Snyder was perfect for the for 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 the DC universe. You know, Sam Raimi and you was were perfect right. for Spider Man. Yes, I was right, big time. <laughs> you know, um, but. The, like Steven Spielberg, the 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 man child, the 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 guy who who makes dreams and imagination come come true, is doing a movie about the about the boy who wouldn't grow up being a grown up. Yeah, you know what a great idea. Like what a and then to top, cool idea. And then to top it all off, he cast quite possibly the best person to play an adult Peter Pan. Undoubtedly. In Robin Williams. Yeah, it was no doubt. Like, I, I still to this day, <clears throat> excuse me, that's one of those movies, like for me anyway, that like, even if you went back in time, like the actors that they had access to, like who would have been better? Like who would have been better than him? Like, and I'm sure a lot of people could sit there and be like, oh, but you could recast this person and that person. Like, but you're wrong. Yeah, like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that there's certain movies that have perfect casting. Mm-hmm. Like, and and it's it's just one of those things. Like, why 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 wouldn't you? You know what I mean? Like, who's your second mm-hmm. choice for Aquaman? <laughs> like, you yeah. don't nobody anymore. Like, Jason Momoa made Aquaman cool. Yeah, like yeah. not for nothing, he did. Like, the Aquaman joke sort of died off after him. Yeah, and like, there are some people that are just perfect for their roles like robin williams is nobody could have nobody could have done it better like i remember somebody even suggesting at one point jim carrey and i was like no no like i don't he, see that at all maybe see, now i, I well, think jim I carrey would have been a really good hook well i don't know man because like um i i kind of agree with you on that but also uh one jim carrey was like in his infancy yeah you know? like, like jim, jim carrey was it was in like living years he was in living color at this time, yeah. but he doesn't have he doesn't have this childlike whimsy that Robin Williams has, yeah. you know, like it's Robin Williams different. and Jim Carrey are part of the same like zaniness. They have the same zaniness level. They have the same comedic timing. They have the same ability to to go crazy, uh, you know, when 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 the situation calls for it. But Robin Williams has this this childlike innocence to him when he wants to. Yeah. When he turns it on, like it really, really works. Right. And I don't know of any other actor 
that can actually do that, you know? Yeah, man, for sure. And like, I think that there's, you know, there's a few guys who can channel it, but like, not the way he could. Not genuine. Not not, not as it, genuine as him. Yeah, I was like, it just wasn't as genuine. It didn't feel right. And it's the same mm-hmm. thing for me with like, with Hook. I wouldn't want to see anybody but Dustin Hoffman in that role. Like, for <laughs> what? He's so good. Like, it's so funny because like, um, Dustin Hoffman. Uh, I remember, and I and I remember thinking, like, Dustin Hoffman, Rain Man, <laughs> as Hook, definitely Rain Man. Definitely Rain Man. Gotta go Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Definitely Lost Boys. He was fresh off that movie, by the way. Like, he was fresh off an Oscar win. Oscar uh, uh, Academy Award winner uh, Dustin Hoffman as Hook. All four foot seven of him. (laughs) (laughs) And Robin Williams, I mean, he he wasn't tall, but, like, he's five foot nine. Yeah, I was like, he's taller than fucking Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, Dustin Hoffman is a short little dude, man. Yeah. But good God, if he didn't like portray himself as this larger a, life, yeah, he was uh, a tower. You know, he was such a great hokey villain. Yeah, and and like, he's fantastic in this movie. Everybody he, is. He did so good. He he uh, he, Michael Keaton, the shit out of this sh- out of this role. Yeah, you know? <laughs> because I can't see anybody else as Hook. Yeah, you could put a lot of guys in the costume and the fucking Hook and everything. It just it's you not Jackson be the same. couldn't do it. No. <laughs> See, I didn't even watch that fucking movie. I haven't yeah. seen any of the live Peter Pan like live action films. Yeah. Since Hook. No, I, I don't think it was Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman doesn't play Hook. I think it's a uh, Jason Isaacs who plays Hook in the uh, Peter really? Pan movie that they made. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's because I Jason, like Jason Isaacs. Yeah, but uh, the the thing about it is that, and 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 he took from the 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 Disney Peter Pan this like he's the villain. Mm-hmm. But he's also kind of likable. That's but the weird dangerous. part. He's a very likable villain. When all like, other when all other portrayals <laughs> of Hook is just him, one hundred percent the villain. Yeah, you know, like this is a whole thing of like the way they kind of portray him in this movie is he's not a villain. He's more pissed off at the asshole that cut his hand off. He's an insecure adult. Yeah. Which is something that we all have become. Yeah, like, like the older I get, the more the more I think Hook had a point. <laughs> yeah, like it's weird. It's not like, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with everybody grows up to be this insecure adult because it, it becomes a thing of like, I need an adult. Oh shit, I'm the adult. You know what I yeah. mean? Like <laughs> we all go through that. Like we all go through that. Yeah. That first time we have to fucking make our own doctor appointment and shit like that. It's real like. I need my mom to do this. I need my dad to do this for me. And like, no, fucker, you're in your mid-20s. You're in your early 30s. Like, you do it. Dude, like the other day when Sammy sent us a message saying like, have you guys ever woken up and be like, holy shit, we're parents? Yeah. It's like, like, it it hits me, dude. Like, we're responsible for people now. (laughs) We're not just responsible for ourselves anymore. Bro, we still collect toys. (laughs) And it's so hilarious because because my daughter comes up to me and she's like, I want to play with your toys, Daddy. I'm like, no, 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 dude, you can't play with them. When I grow up, can I play with them? <laughs> yes, when probably, you grow up, you can play with them. <laughs> probably not, but like... <laughs> when you late, I've already made that promise. Like, I've already when made you grow up, you can get a job and order these for yourself. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, like like I have I have an extra McFarlane Batman because I have the, the one that you gave me. 
the, the oh, McFarlane yeah. Superman, Superman, yeah, the yeah, McFarlane yeah. Superman that, that you gave me. The what? What was it? Issue two thousand Superman. Yeah, it's the the action one thousand. And and I also got the uh, the Devastator versus Superman two pack, mm-hmm. the Doomsday. Mm-hmm. Well, since I have an extra Superman, I'm like, okay, I'll let I'll let Sessie play with it, and mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll let her play with that one since I have the one that you gave me. That's the one I have on display on my shelf, right? Yeah. And uh, I give it to her, and ten minutes later, she comes back. I broke it. The freaking peg broke in half. You know how it's a dumbbell peg? Yeah. Where like it's like a ballpoint. And, <laughs> yeah, like, the, ball, the ball, the ball yeah. pegs. Yeah. It broke in half. So one half is in the in the figure, and the other half is in the head. Oh my she, like, god. She like I broke it. <laughs> ten that's, minutes, bro. Ten minutes. That's horrible. I feel bad sometimes because like my my stepdaughters will come they'll be here and stuff and mm-hmm. like they'll look at my stuff and like my wife is really yeah you can play with it and i'm like but can they though like, <laughs> you're, like, oh, you're like that michael scott meme oh. yeah i get right. <laughs> and no dude the other day like she felt it too because like her daughter got real into sailor moon and like I I got her a long time ago those SH figure art Sailor Moon figures. Oh. <laughs> and she saw them and she said, Oh, can I play with them? And Patty's just hovering over her, like, yeah, just be <sighs> Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. And I'm like, don't no. let her drop it. We'll lose all of that fucking toy. <laughs> Dude, my daughter started watching Ninja Turtles. Okay. Oh, God. Because because I bought I, I bought the uh the entire original 80s cartoon series on DVD. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I've been watching them, right? Like I've been watching them every now and then. And she loves it. She loves yeah. she sings a song and everything. And then like she'll come into the room and she'll see these. E. She my, wants to play with them. My original ladies, Ninja Turtles. And she's like, Can I play with the Ninja Turtles? And I'm like, uh, when you're older, okay? <laughs> when I'm five, maybe a little bit older than that. <laughs> you can fry ice in hell for all I care. You're not touching the heat. <laughs> but anyway, man. But yeah, dude, like like this whole and and I think this movie it goes a little overboard, which is one of the problems that it has. That's a nice way of saying that. <laughs> it goes a little overboard, but overall, I think the message is 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 pretty good. That like it's okay to grow up, but kind of remember that you were a child once. Yeah, you know? like and I, you know what's so funny about that is I tell I tell my wife that all the time, mm-hmm. like and it's just something that like. I try to make everybody remember, like when they have kids, I like, try to remember that your childhood sucked. Like, it <laughs> sucks being a kid. Like, even yeah. if you had a really good childhood, it sucks being a kid. Yeah. Like, because sometimes we don't have, as a parent, you don't have the answer. Like, yeah. it's just, I don't have an answer. Just do what I fucking tell you. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's hard because it's not good enough. It's not good enough for kids, especially when they start getting older and their favorite word is why. Uh-huh. Oh, like, God. Jesse says why all the time. Holy all the shit, time and dude. it's like the only answer i can come up with is because i said so yeah you know <laughs> like i have i have my own my stepdad tactic mm-hmm. i get too wise before i go book a stone cold said so <laughs> and they're like what and i'm like i don't know like that's just <laughs> the end of it that's the end of the road i don't know what else to fuck tell you because i said i no. can't wait i can't wait till my kid gets that reference so i can start saying it oh my step my step <laughs> kids don't get it they don't get half my references dude i am the uncoolest fuck in the world to those oh, dude, no, no, no. They, they they will not realize that you are the coolest fuck in the world until they're older so yeah get all get it all in uh, right now I'll that's do, why i was like bro like i squeeze all that crap out it's it's so horrible because like my my youngest one just rips my heart out of my chest 
on a regular basis because she she it's psychotic how much she adores horror movies and it's so weird because me and my wife have to sit and we want to show her this movie and then comes the question is anybody naked in that movie because i'm not doing that right now i'm not having Uh, that conversation yeah like she's eight she doesn't need to be seeing that kind of crap No, no and like I mean, we we were okay when we saw it at that, at that age, but clearly, right? We only, yeah, we're only fucking in our forties making podcasts here. But like, <laughs> clearly, the wave we're of the, the future. Ha, ha, ha. Clearly, we're the normal ones. Wave of the future, Jack. Ha ha. <laughs> yeah, dude, and fucking, I I showed her. It's like the other day, I showed her Pet Cemetery, and uh-huh. she was like, "This one's good. Everything looks really fake, but it's cool." And I'm like, what do you – oh, okay. Like, let's see how you feel when Zelda sits up in the bed and looks down the barrel of the camera. And, like, she does that whole scene, and she's just sitting there like, anyway. And I'm like, that didn't Aww. creep you out? She's like, why is that scary? She's stuck in bed. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, this oh, kid. Oh, my God. And then I showed her. I was like, I know what I'm going to fucking show this kid. I'm going to show her the remake of Evil Dead. There's no fucking nudity, and there's plenty of violence and gore. Like – I showed her that we get to the end sequence where that thing comes out of the ground and like everybody's dead except your main character. And this thing comes out of the ground and she goes, oh, okay. So now it's going to get scary. She really said that to me. So now it's going to get, I'm like, I fucking guess not kid. Like, holy shit. Like the bathroom (laughs) scene didn't fuck her up. No, it kind of fucked me up. (laughs) No, she didn't feel anything. And I'm like, dude, you're a monster. Oh, <laughs> my goodness, it's a monster. dude. It's, uh, I, I, can't, I can't find a horror movie that freaks her out. She likes jump scare <laughs> horror movies. Like, she loves Insidious, The Conjuring, like those PG-13 horror movies. She digs those. Like, anything wow. with an actual story is, like, boring. <laughs> like, oh my God. She's, dude. I bet you she'd be a blast to watch NASCAR with. Where are the crashes? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Like, how come everybody's still alive? Like, it's so yeah. weird, dude. Like, it cracks me up because my oldest one is just, she's terrified. She's like, I don't want to watch any of this crap. Like, she hates it, dude. Like, she's like, you're going to watch a horror movie? Like, yeah, like, I'm just going to stay on my iPad. Like, that's fine, kid. Like, well, I, I want to welcome everybody to our Parenting is Hell podcast. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Back to our normally scheduled program. It's not even that it's hell. It's just that it's like, it's one of two things. One, it's either so fucking boring to them that it just hurts your feelings, or they Mm -hmm. like it so much they want your crap. And like, you can't have my stuff. That's one of the worst things about being a parent is when you show your kids something that you absolutely loved when you were a kid, and then they look at you like, this is boring. Yeah, like this you know? garbage. <laughs> but I remember sh- I showed her Evil Dead 2 a while back. And she just like, she laughed, dude. Like she could not stop laughing. And I'm like, hey, man, some of these moments are pretty scary. And she's like, if you say so. You're like, stop, stop it. Stop, stop, stop laughing. Yeah, I was like, it's not funny. <laughs> it seems really scary. Like, no, it's not. I'm like, son of a bitch, man. You people in the 1800s really thought this was scary? <laughs> you... Mm. <laughs> I hate mm. <laughs> you people there, in the 1900s. There's a real rage that comes out of me when my <laughs> when my stepdaughter asked me, "You were born in the 1900s?" I said, "19 <laughs> what? <laughs> it's 20 years ago, kid. Like, fuck all the way off." 
1900s? There are people that are graduating from college that were not born in the 90s, dude. Yeah, I know. That's fucking absurd. Oh, my goodness. It's genuinely absurd. (laughs) Like, it freaks me out. Like, dude, I remember telling my, my, my oldest stepdaughter asked me one time, she said, what year were you born? I'm like 1985. She goes, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's bad? Wait till you see my co-host. <laughs> yeah, real like, who's that's needy? Real like, oh, I can't see the light at the end of that tunnel. Like you're dying. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, like, dude. I'm dying. I'm ancient to that kid. Yeah. I was like, I'm not even 40 yet. Like, what the fuck? Oh but, my like, goodness, man. Oh um, man, speaking. Never- I'll never forget her face, dude. Like it's forever seared in my brain. Just that, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> like oh, how it, back. it hurts. All and the every time. year it gets worse, man. Every year it gets worse. God, it really does. <laughs> like so. So speaking of worse, man, let's let's talk about Hook, dude. Released in 1991. Did you watch this movie in the theaters or, or did. did you watch it? Like, what, what was your what was your first re- or like, what was it about this movie? That's like, I got to watch that movie. Or were you one of those kids that were just, you know, taken to the movie theater because it was a kid's movie? Uh, No, my my I was never that kid. Like my, my parents wouldn't take me to the movie theater unless it was something they wanted to see, too. At uh. least a little bit. Like I was maybe around. I want to say I was like, excuse me like 12 mm-hmm. or 13 when it started like when i started telling my mom to take me to a movie that i wanted to just see and she was like I you guess. can do that <laughs> yeah like i guess we'll go see that and like yeah i was maybe like 15 when they started dropping me off <laughs> like <laughs> but prior to that it had to be something that they wanted to see too and my mom wanted to see hook and like i think that year for my birthday uh all the toys had already dropped and mom yeah. just bought me like <laughs> bought them by the fuck ton for me oh i remember the toys was that kenner 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 once again doing doing the uh the, God's the peter work. pan toys yeah <laughs> dude. they yeah, were the dude. king they were the king of movie movie toy tie-ins man and it was so funny because like i also had a fuck ton of the robin hood prince of thieves toy and they were oh. like the same bucks there was all the same bucks. yeah, so, yeah. They, they and those like, bucks were also taken from Star Wars and the DC yeah, uh, and the Batman. superpowers. Yeah. yeah, and I remember that because like all my Batman, my Kenner Batman figures were like in scale with all of them too. Mm-hmm. So like I had, I remember I had a, a, I think it was called Forest Hunter Batman, where it's like he's mm-hmm. just in camouflage. Yeah, and like I would constantly put him on the the Peter Pan, the Lost Boys hideout because I had the Lost mm-hmm. Boys hideout too. Wasn't that the and, same one as the uh, as the Sherwood Forest playset? It was the, the exact uh, same. It was the exact and same. And the Ewok Village playset. <laughs> I'm not sure if it was the Ewok one, but it was the exact same one as the Sherwood Forest. And yeah. like, I remember that too because like, <clears throat> my cousin had the Sherwood Forest playset because I wanted it until I was hanging out with him and I saw it and I was like, it's the same shit. <laughs> like it's the same yeah. fucking toy. And like, yeah, dude. Like I, I had like. All those fucking toys. I was so mad in love with those toys when I was a kid, man. Like Kenner just like Kenner they're understood. Great toys, me. man. And they're they're terrible toys by today's standards, but back oh, then God, man, yeah. they were <laughs> back then they were fucking figure arts. <laughs> like Yeah. Yeah, dude. Nowadays they're called reaction. 
and they charge mm-hmm. 20 bucks for them. <laughs> Which is such a slap to my fucking face. Like, <laughs> yeah. it really, I, I get so mad when I see reaction figures for 20 bucks, and I'm like, yeah. they were five, asshole. You're yeah, using yeah. that four, four ninety nine, four ninety nine back back at I'm, KB toy stores. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, and you greedy fucks are using the exact same bucks that you never threw away. Yeah, <laughs> sat there in the bins. You piece them back together, and you slap a new coat of paint on them, and you and and you sell it, and you sell it. <laughs> Sorry, before you even knew what you had. <laughs> channeling other Spielberg movies, I'm so another mad Spielberg about movie. But uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, like like uh, Steven Spielberg had wanted to do a uh peter pan movie in fact um one of the main drivers of this movie believe it or not was michael jackson i believe michael jackson was pushing hard to play peter he wanted to play peter pan in 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 this movie and like there was actually serious discussions of him joining the cast and and jumping on and, and actually playing peter pan uh, fortunately or unfortunately, all these all these allegations came forward about him, you know, diddling little kids, which yeah. honestly, uh, if, if I can if I can veer off tangent a little bit, I don't know if I believe him, but it's still weird and it's still like suspect to me, you know? Yeah. But with that being said. They moved on from 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 uh, from Michael Jackson, mm. and they got the only other person who could who could play Peter Pan at the time, which is Robin I, Williams. I don't think. Um, I think like, let's say none of that shit ever happened, and like mm. he j- he played Peter Pan. Um, I think Hook would be one of those like movies that like assholes like us sit around going, "Remember that horrible fuckus movie?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, with fucking Michael Jackson as Peter Pan. Remember when Nicolas like, Cage played Ghost Rider? Oh, yeah. That was a movie. <laughs> I, I, I do I, I do have mixed feelings about the fact that we live in that reality where they yeah. fucking cast Nicolas Cage <laughs> as Ghost Rider. Wow. But anyway. But. Yeah, and, and and then to to cast the, okay, so so let's talk about the cast real quick because this I, I think Spielberg brought together, like if if this was like a dream team of actors, like they got yeah, Maggie absolutely. Smith, Dave Maggie Smith, to mm-hmm. play Wendy. She yeah. was fifty. She was like in her early fifties in this movie. Yeah, they but made they her look her, really old. They made her they look really job. old, which which freaked me out when I saw her in Harry Potter, and she's running around like you know because she's in her sixties by this time. Yeah, she and, looks like she did in Hook, and she looks like. Like she looks like wow, she looked really old in Hook. Did they like go to yeah. the future and film this or something? But it's weird. That's it's all the really makeup. Weird. Dude. That's all the makeup. And they did Which, a great job. They yeah, did an amazing job, man. And they got they got uh um the two child actors uh Charlie Cosmo and um oh I forgot what the little girl's name is. It doesn't uh, matter. But they were great. <laughs> yeah. Charlie Corsmo, man. Um, I he had he had just come out in uh, um, in Dick Tracy. Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> he was great in that movie with 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 uh, um, oh, what's his name? The guy who played Dick Tracy. Oh, and, Warren Beatty. And, uh, Madonna, Warren Beatty. Yeah. 
like this kid, dude, he's 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 only a couple years older than I am. And he's already worked with 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 uh, Warren Beatty and Madonna and Robin Williams and Steven Spielberg. And he and also too. graduated like Harvard, I think. Yeah, apparently he's like a legit rocket scientist now. Yeah, like he's a legitimate like genius. Yeah, like I've I've no always no, no, no he's a lawyer. He's, he 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 went to law school. I Did think. He? Interesting. Yeah, I think he went to law school and like like the, he he graduated the top of his class like every single like every single year he was the top of his class. Like he's one of those child actors that like I've always liked. Like yeah. he's he's kind of a standard when it came to child actors because like you know me, dude, I can't stand child actors. Yeah, <clears throat> but like. He's one of those few that's like every time I would see a movie with him, like, oh, at least I know he's going to be good. Yeah. Like he, he's always he never fun. looks like he's acting. No, that's, that's why he all, he reacts to everything. Like there's this great scene. There's this great scene where they're in in uh, uh, in the airplane. And <laughs> you're you're going to get sucked out. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, that's the way a kid talks. Yeah. Oh, that's that, the way a kid talks. That would have been something I would have said to my dad. And my yeah. dad was terrified of airplanes. Like, so was, <laughs> so am I. I've never been on one. I've never been on a plane. I'm almost 40 years old. I've managed to avoid a plane this long. It's like, like a roller coaster. It's like a roller coaster for the first five minutes. And then it's hours and hours of nothing. And then another and then another five minutes of a roller coaster at the end. That's it. Like and, it's, and it's extremely my, boring. <laughs> my mom would tell me that like, your dad hates being on a plane. Like I've never seen him in a plane, but she was like, he hates it. And like that would have been like what I joked about it one time, like, you're afraid you're gonna get sucked out of the airplane. He's like, you better hope that never happens. I'll haunt you. Like, <laughs> I'll haunt you for the rest of your fucking life. And well, what, like, what I hate about being on an airplane, it's not the flying, it's not the being in the air, it's not the view or whatever. It's the being in the confined space with a bunch of people. I don't I don't like right I don't like being in a bunch of people, but that's just me. And I and, guarantee, and I bet and you it's it's a lot of people too. And I get that because it's one of those things like, well, I'd rather have a private plane. I'm like, I'm just saying statistically, those are the ones that go down more. <laughs> like, has yeah. been. It's always private planes that seem to fucking fall out of the damn sky. Yeah. But like, yeah, dude, that reaction that like, you're afraid you're going to get sucked out. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's, it's, yeah. such, it's such a genuine like, why are you being a big chicken, dude? Like, yeah. You're and it kind of makes you wonder. It kind of makes you wonder, like, what kind of parent is this guy that he's like he he doesn't have that respect from his kids. Yeah, you know? his kids think he's full of shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, but I mean, be, be, because you see him because the the first time you see him, he's he's at a in an office setting. Yeah, and like everybody respects him, everybody loves him, and he's got this rapport mm-hmm. with all with all his coworkers. He's got more of a rapport with his coworkers than he does with his own kids. Which know? like, I would hate that. Like I'll tell you what, man. A lot of those movies really like stuck that lesson in my head and then being just an adult in a capitalist society just sort of (laughs) has become my my whole thing of like you know what dude like i don't care like there's there's nothing worth taking me away from like the time i get to spend with my kids like there's nothing worth it for me and like i've never and and not to say that like money's not important because it is but i've just never had a lot of it and when yeah. I do have a lot of it, everybody's like, oh, I need that, I need that, I need that, I need that, I need that. Like everything reaches in and takes it. And it's like, mm-hmm. this is fucking pointless. Like, yeah. I hate this shit, dude. Like every time, <laughs> every time I, I, I make a decent amount of money, like it just it vanishes. Like for Oh example, yeah, man. That's just the way it is. I can squeeze that, I mean, the rust out of a hundred dollars, but like fucking give me a thousand and I don't know where the fuck it went. 
Yeah, yeah because curious. you go back, you go back. Oh, like I owe this person money. Oh, I owe this person money. I owe this. Yeah. When you have like a hundred bucks, it's like okay, I'm gonna get what I need right now, right? Right. But when you have a thousand bucks, it's like okay, let me go back and you know settle my debts. What do I need? Know? Like, am I in debt to anybody? Do I need to get this? Yeah. Do I need to get that? And like, not for nothing, it's just been a really long fucking time since I've seen a thousand dollars. So like, <laughs> yeah. No, trust me, dude. As as somebody who who gets paid, um a lot every month mm. and then for at the end of every month for it to be all gone you yeah. know like it it's it, it goes dude like and it you can you can make a lot of money and still be poor yeah you know? shit yeah you so, it, so it's, it's an absurdity dude and especially it's, nowadays dude especially nowadays man oh know? by the way congratulations to the irs on their big lottery win <laughs> like good god man like i guarantee you nothing's gonna change with the irs i guarantee no, you fuck i no. guarantee you nothing's gonna change so that, like that made me laugh the whole they're looking for like to like arm irs agents and i'm like for what dude like you're gonna kick, you're gonna kick my door down for the 20 bucks my grandma gave me for gas like well irs <laughs> aren't, aren't they armed like aren't they like no they are they, armed aren't they no they bring cops they just oh. bring cops with them. Now they want the IRS to start arming themselves. Well, like, oh, well nowadays, now, well, now, that they, now you know, be a fair fight. <laughs> you know, now that they, they, uh, uh, you know, people are actively hunting them. Mm. You know, which I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. I have, <laughs> I have a hard time feeling bad for the IRS. I don't. Either. Sorry, like, I, I don't. I don't feel bad for them either. But at the same time, it's like, dude, like, like, point your anger where it needs to go right the fact the like, fact that they're like the fact that the irs now takes taxes for you selling your own shit like, <laughs> really guys it's the same thing like when i found out uh, you can't have a yard sale in mccallan without paying the city like why yeah None of this well shit that's a city thing dude that's a city yeah. thing man like like edinburgh doesn't have that shit yeah neither does, neither does mission but then again, McCallan. but then again, you know, like uh, McAllen, you know, they have bills to pay, like you know, the the Christmas parade, and bringing Enrique Iglesias to Mackay Stadium. <laughs> they, they they need all your fucking they need all your fucking money to interrupt your fucking evenings in a parade. Like <laughs> yeah. it's fucking ridiculous, dude. And like shit like that makes me so fucking angry. But like you know what the fuck? I I live in the capitalist society. Yep, we've got to be a part of it as long as we live in it, dude. Yep. But anyway, I'm thinking, I'm thinking so, Canada, but then like I also feel like even with my light skin, I'm too dark for them. Like <laughs> I feel I feel worried. Hey, at least you'll get your toe taken care of, no problem. You don't gotta worry about paying right? for it. Maybe maybe they'll <laughs> give me some rubber toes and shit. That'd be dope. Yeah. I have and to anyway, learn to say a boot. A boot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a boot time we get back to Canada, eh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man. So so yeah, man. Um they we we start the movie off with with just the stereo and i don't know how much of a stereotype this was back then but this is definitely like a spielberg thing where like mm. the dad is the asshole because oh, yeah. he had he had a tumultuous relationship with his father and mm. i guess this was like his way of dealing with it uh, mm. also and um it it keep in mind robin williams at this time was known as a dirty comic. He wasn't yeah. in the family yet, 
right? Yeah, yeah, I he remember had, that. Like he he was like if you ever see his his stand up in the eighties, it's raunchy. Shit, yeah, dirty. Dude, his stand up in the late two thousands was raunchy. Dude, his his um the movies that he came out with were all R rated comedies. You know, yeah, shit. Yeah. So they were great. So this movie kind of broke him into the whole family friendly thing because after this movie he did like like Flubber and he did Miss Doubtfire and he did like all these all these family movies. But you know, this is the first time that he was actually doing that. Somewhere out there, and I really I, I I there's a part of me that like wants to call bullshit, but I believe it because uh, he was just so unpredictable and he was so good at improv that the director of Mrs. Doubtfire said somewhere. In like all this crap, there's an NC-17 cut of Mrs. Doubtfire. I believe it. Just, believe for, it. Lang- just for the language and the dirty humor. There's an NC-17 version of uh, Aladdin out there. Oh, really? I didn't I know bet. that. Oh, yeah. Like just for they the had fucking to, they the dirty had, humor in it. I, I think they said that they had like over 10 hours yeah, of Robin Williams it. stuff. Um, I believe it. Stuff that like the animators – uh, like in their own time, kind of animated animatics to that stuff. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't you? <laughs> so the way they did it was that they 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 would take what he would do, uh, recording the lines for Aladdin, mm-hmm. animate it, and then try to get the rights for whoever it was he was portraying because he did like in different impersonations. He did like yeah. a, um. Uh, like advertisements, you know, n- topical stuff at the time. Yeah, you know? yeah. And they would do animatics of, for, for most of them, you know. So out That's there, so fucking there's an animated genie saying, you know, in a gay voice, like, this is so you, Aladdin. You know, fuck you, Aladdin. <laughs> you know, oh, you're such a hot prince, I'd fuck you. You know, kind of like that, you know. He was so Robert bad, Williams dude. Get, you know? Yeah, he was so bad. And like, he was so funny, look- dude. I would love to see that. And I was like, yo, like, I'm willing to forgo a lot of my release, the Snyder cut for the <laughs> Doubtfire cut. Like, give me my MC-17 Mrs. Doubtfire. Like. The Doubtfire cut. Yeah. But, I mean, and then in here, um, the, the I don't know if you know this, but the kids that, uh, mm-hmm. like, all, all the all the boys that, that came out in the movie, they oh, still get together. Boys. Like every so often, like they yeah, still, they yeah. still, they still keep in touch with each other. They all, they all still talk to each other. They do fan conventions. Oh yeah. And, um, like all the story, especially from like Dante Bosco, uh, Rufio, the guy who played Rufio. Yeah. Uh, he, from he what I understand, of- Dante Bosco really likes it here. Really? Like, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not going to mention their name, but one of my friends works, uh, very closely with one of the cons in Laredo. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And like Dante Bosco finds himself in Laredo a lot. Uh-huh. Um, he's a very big fan of not just the town, but of our taco companies. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. And like uh, she was telling me about this time that like she bought him burritos from mm-hmm. Stripes. And he would call them. He's like, these are spring rolls. And she's like, no, these are burritos. He's like, I thought burritos were soft. Like, no, these are what burritos are. Mm-hmm. And like I told her, I was like, you know what it is? Is some fucking white guy forgot the word taco and he called tacos burritos and he's just like a white guy, just like, nope, I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. That's what they're <laughs> yeah. called. That's why that's why yeah. white people call fucking tacos burritos. Or they or like, they, they they missed the point in the recipe and like, you know. <laughs> it's a very fucking like cause there there's 
you know, I get that tacos are an everywhere sort of thing, but like mm. there is such a thing as white people tacos. Yeah. And like I'm gonna just put this out there for you guys. If your taco is crunchy and you did nothing to make the tortilla crunchy, that's a white people taco. <laughs> like yeah. crunchy tacos that weren't made like boiled in oil mm. and made crunchy. They're like, oh, it's just a tortilla chip. That's a white people taco. And if you can't taste a tortilla, it's not a real tortilla. Right. Just saying. Just like, saying. The, that, it comes with the flavor, dude. So, it's, not just, it's not just an edible plate. So how old do you think Dante Bosco was when he did Hook? I would fucking, like, if, from outside looking in, I'd guess 15. Okay. So he's 15 years old when he did this movie, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So... I, I have I have seen him in in different movies. There was this movie that he did in the, in the mid '90s called Faking the Funk. Have you ever heard of that movie? Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, think yeah. I've never seen it, but I've heard the name. I, I remember watching it. The only reason I watched it was because Dante Bosco was in it. Mm -hmm. And recently, he's been appearing in a lot of videos with like the Nostalgia Critic and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed. Dude, that cat has not aged, man. At all. He's in At his mid forties now. Yeah, he looks the same. He looks it's the same, weird. dude. He takes so good care of himself, man. Like it's or he's got weird. good genes. I think it's a good genes. It's probably the genetics. <laughs> yeah, like he he's recently gonna... came out with a movie called The Fabulous Filipino Brothers, uh -huh. uh, with with his actual brothers and stuff, mm -hmm. and um, that's been getting really, really good reviews. He's gonna stuff. look that way till he's sixty five, and then at sixty six, he's gonna look ninety. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. weird, but like he's gonna look that way for a very long fucking yeah. time. Yeah, like most Pacific cultures, like they hit sixty five and then they, their their age drops. Like, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> but like, yeah, my 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 friend told me that he like he makes his way like to Laredo and to the valley every now and again. Like he he does enjoy it out here, and I'm like, that's kind of wild. Like, yeah. I don't know why anybody would ever want to spend their fucking summers here, but I hear he's a, I hear he's a really cool dude to hang out with. But anyway, yeah, she would she would tell me that like that he was just yeah. one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Yeah, so like, that's awesome. <laughs> so um what we're gonna do right now man is we're gonna go ahead and take a real quick break uh we're gonna we're gonna uh go get our imaginary food because we're hungry and uh when we come back we're gonna talk about more about the plot and uh more about the uh the kids and stuff that are in this movie because dude we haven't even scratched the surface by who's in this movie yet no so. kidding man <laughs> so uh with that being said i'm gonna we're gonna go and take a break here on the movie know it all podcast on the know it all network we'll be right back Hey, Know-It-All Ned here. Thanks for tuning in to the Movie Know-It-All podcast, part of the Know-It-All Network. For our past listeners, thanks for following us as we make this transition. We have lots of things in store, so stay tuned. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are also launching Patreon with exclusive content like early access to brand new episodes, feature-length movie commentaries, and more, all for as little as $5 a month. If you're new here, be prepared for foul language, truth bombs, bad impersonations, and stuff you literally can't find anywhere else. Remember, other podcasts may know a lot, but we know it all.
because he's only got one. <laughs> I give you the steel-handed stingray, Captain James Howe! the men fighting you, sir. The puling spawn, how I despise them. Go get them, Captain! Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, my stupid, sorry, parasitic sacks of entrails. <laughs> Revenge is mine. I baited that hook, and now I'm very proud to announce we have his children. Finally, I'm going to kill Peter Pan, that cocky boy who cut off my hand and fed it to the crocodile. And who killed that cunning crocodile? Who stuffed him? Who made him into a quiet clock? Who went into the other world and stole Pan's children? And who didn't believe I could do it? Who doubted me? Who amongst us does not belong? Someone here does not belong. Stranger amongst the loyal, I will weed you out. You! You! Yes. Where's the carpet's name? Oh, sorry, sir. That's right, you. No, not you. Not you. 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 You bet against me bringing Pan back here, didn't you? No. Ah. Tell your captain the truth. Oh, say it. Say it. I did. Yes, you made a boo-boo. I did. Mm. The boo box. The boo box. So that was Glenn Close as the boo box pirate. She's so terrified. And I didn't know this. I just barely realized this. The guy at the beginning was David Crosby. Really? Who said, Hook, we want Hook. Yeah. That was David Crosby, musician from, famous musician (laughs) from the supergroup Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Nobody ever gives any praise to Stills or Nash, but yeah. (laughs) But yeah, man. Like, like (laughs) so apparently the story goes that uh, Glenn Close was there visiting set. Like, she was just there in in town and and she uh she was just visiting visiting friends and stuff like every, everybody there knows each other of course you know yeah, like of course, really good friends or whatever and like she was she was very excited to see the set yeah because that entire thing uh the lost boys camp the treehouse the pirate ship mm. that's all one big gigantic set and at the time, and at the time, it was the largest set ever built. I believe at the time. that. So you know, Glenn Close shows up, 
And um, Steven Spielberg was like, hey, you're here for a day. Why don't you like come out in the movie? <laughs> you know, she was just supposed to be in the background. Yeah. So, so apparently, they uh, they just like came up with that scene on the spot for her to come out, and yeah, like it, it was it was a last minute kind of thing. It's such and, a uh, fucking funny scene. It, it's so like it's so on character too. Like it, it doesn't you, seem out of place at all. At all, you remember the boo box scene. Like yeah. if you've seen this movie, you remember the boo box. Like yeah, it's such a shitty thing, and like. <laughs> I dude, I was in my twenties when somebody pointed out that, that was Glenn Close. I was like, "The fuck are you talking mm-hmm. about?" <laughs> like, no, dude, I, I I learned it from reading the IMDb uh, trivia page. Like, I, honestly, I, I didn't God, even, and I had to go back and watch it. <laughs> I honest to God, will like not for nothing. I think you were the one who told me. Really, I think one of the first conversations you and I ever had was probably about this stupid movie at the hookah lounge. <laughs> and you had pointed out that Glenn Close is in. I'm like, "What are you talking about? Glenn Close is in that movie." And you're like, "Yeah, she's the." The pirate did they stick in the boo box? And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? And like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I remember so, that kind of vividly. Actually, I was like, you were the one that told me about that scene that that, that it's Glenn Close in the boo box. Uh, wow. Like, oh, so, I'm <laughs> so I want to say that this scene where we were introduced to Hook, um, it's got um, it's probably got like everything that's right and wrong about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the casting is everything is right. Yeah. Um, the set design is perfect. It, it looks like one of those Disney stunt shows, though. Yes, you know? it does. Yes, it does. And the comedy is very—I don't want to say juvenile, but the way this whole movie plays out, it's <laughs> like a like a live-action cartoon. You know, I'll, it's I'll very corny. It's very cheesy. It doesn't take itself seriously at all, which There's, is why I think a lot of people had problems with it. There's one scene though <laughs> that like it gets funnier as I get older. Uh-huh. Like it, it just for what every time I see it, it's so hard to not just burst into laughter. Cause like you you've you know this person. Everybody's uh-huh. been this person or you've been around this person that just keeps saying they want to die, but they won't do anything <laughs> about it. So that scene, the like, I've had it's me. I'm going to do it, and don't you dare try to stop me. You're getting dramatic again. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare try to stop me, Smith. Me try to stop me, Smith. Stop me, Smith. Stop me. <laughs> like, dude, it's such a, it's such an adult thing, dude. Yeah. Like, it's really such an adult. I love that he, they're portraying the adults. <laughs> like, so, the adult so, thing to do is to want to kill yourself. <laughs> So the brilliant, the brilliant thing is they cast Bob Hoskins as Mr. Smee, right? God, he's so good. And I just want a movie with just these two guys, man. Like I would have watched two, out of a movie with Robin Williams as Peter Pan. I only want to watch Hook and Smee. Yeah, that's I would all love, I want to I would have loved a spinoff where it was just Hook and Smee. And. It's funny because the uh, and uh, Bob Hoskins uh, said like later on when he said what what some of his favorite roles were. Uh, funny he didn't mention Super Mario Brothers, but one of his favorite <laughs> roles was uh, playing Mr. Smee with uh, with uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman. And they asked him why. He was like, because Dustin and I 
played Hook and Smee as a married gay couple. Married couple. Yeah. 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 It's like and, clear as day, dude. Like, not like, for nothing. That's perfect. Me and, me, and, me and my wife have been watching Modern Family. Uh-huh. And like Hook and Smee are such a Cam and Mitch. Like they really are. Like just the whole like you're getting dramatic again. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like the, the, like the, the guy who's kid. the guy who's over emotional and then the guy who's the emotional crutch. Yeah. And and, and <laughs> this this I think this dynamic is perfect for somebody like Captain Hook, who's this insecure uh, <laughs> guy with this elevated sense of worth. Yeah. And Smee, who like loves him unconditionally. <laughs> Just you keep, know? He's, he hypes him up, but he still keeps his feet grounded. Yeah. Like, it's know? so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> like, that scene, <laughs> like, every time I watch it, the older I get, I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. I hear. I have so many, I have friends that just like, they call me and sometimes like, oh, I'm just depressed again. I'm like, oh, shoot yourself, dude. Like, <laughs> stop fucking calling me about this. Like, you're this depressing what, me. Like, this is why, this is why, this is why I, I think Seinfeld is the greatest TV sitcom of all time because there's always a situation that you can do a callback. Oh, God. The, yeah. the scene, the scene where, uh, where, uh, uh we first in, get introduced to Newman, where Newman first shows up. Yeah. And you hear him. You hear him like, Kramer, I'm on the roof. And then Kramer goes up to the roof and is like, well, what are you waiting for? <laughs> jump. Next. Like, hey, do you want to go to the movie? Do you, he's like, uh, do you want to go bowling later? And then Newman's on top of the roof about to jump. I can't. I'm going to the movies. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I forgot about that scene. <laughs> like, but yeah, dude, like it, it, it just it cracks me up because like. We've all been through it. I've been the guy that's just like, oh, I want to fucking just kill myself. Like, yeah. shut up, Bob. Like, <laughs> like I, 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 it just, the older I get, the funnier it is that like, yeah, well, if they understood anything, it's how adults work. <laughs> yeah, like it's that whole existential crisis that, that we all go through, right? You know, and and not to make light of the situation, but it no, is humorous because we all go through it, man. Like, we yeah, all have it's, that. It's just a perpetual state of being an adult. Like, it yeah. sucks. Like even when you even when you fucking grow up with a fuck ton of money, you'll find a reason to be sad. Like yeah. it's just what happens to adults. Like it really yeah. does. You just get really depressed sometimes. <laughs> and like <laughs> I just love how like he's done it so many times that Smee's like, you're getting dramatic again. <laughs> Are we gonna do this again, dude? And I'm like, sorry, but like like the icing on the cake of that scene is when he shoots the boat and the boat slowly goes in the water. <laughs> yeah. It's so ridiculously stupid. It's hilarious. I love it. It's so great. Uh, but yeah, it just it just fucking that scene fucking kills me, dude. Like everything about this movie cracks me up. And and that's why that's why I think I I because I was <coughs> because I hadn't seen it in a very long time. Like I think the last time I saw it was I was I was still in high school when I saw it and they would show mm-hmm. it like uh every holiday season on TNT. Boy, you're you not know? kidding. <laughs> and uh, like I would like the last time I think I saw it was at my grandparents' house, and my grandparents, you know, they passed away a long time ago, and I think that was the last time I saw I actually sat down and watched this movie. But watching it again recently, and and you know, sitting and watching it with a critical eye that I have, and then with the life experience that I have, yeah, I kind of have a new appreciation for it. It's weird, isn't it? 
Yeah, like, the older and, you get, the more you appreciate that movie. It's fucking and that's, bizarre. And and that's and that's so true, especially with this movie, because when I was a kid, like when I first saw it, I loved it. Like it was whimsical. It was, it was a kid's movie, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then I became a cynical teenager, you know, <laughs> and and I, I I grew up and, and, you know, I got out of my parents' house and I started having my own shit to deal with, with and everything. And every time I look back on the movie, I'm like, yeah, like this movie sucks because it's it's just a stupid kids movie. It's just you know it, it's it doesn't hold any reference to 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 my life or anything else. Like I, I can't relate to this movie anymore, you know. And yeah. I'm not saying it's because I, I I became a parent or whatever, but I think it's because even if I wasn't a parent, going through the through the through what we what we've gone through, what I've gone through, mm-hmm. made me appreciate this movie even more. Yeah, and I think that's what Spielberg was trying to convey. And it really kind of, kind of, uh, I don't want to say upset me, but it kind of like took me back a little bit mm-hmm. when uh, in a recent interview, Steven Spielberg said that he was really disappointed with how Hook turned out, you know? Unfortunately. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, dude, don't backpedal. Yeah, like, don't great. do that, man. Like, you had a vision. Like, all his movies have visions. Yeah, absolutely. It, this it's movie is of, no exception. Yeah, and it's kind of one of those things for me where like, the movie is for you when you're a kid and the older you get, it's still for you in a very different way. And mm-hmm. it's, it's very difficult to do that. And whether that was the idea, that was what he was trying to do. He succeeded. And if it wasn't, that's an amazing coincidence. Yeah. Cause like you do sympathize more with Peter Pan as you get older. Yeah. Like you sympathize with that, that guy who just fucking has to work to take care of his family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, doesn't remember what it's like to be a kid. Like, like I said earlier, like you got to remind yourself all the time that being a kid sucks. <laughs> like sometimes yeah. people just tell you what to do and you have to listen. Like why? Because I fucking said so. Mm-hmm. And it's not a good reason. It isn't a good reason. It's never been a good reason. It wasn't good when we were kids. It's not good that we're now when we're adults, like if somebody were to tell me to do something, and I say, well, why the fuck would I have to do that? And they're like, because I said so. Like, really? <laughs> say yeah. it again. Say it slower. And watch how I still don't fucking do it. Talk, <laughs> say it to me like I'm fucking stupid. And watch how I still won't do that for you. Like, you know, sometimes there, it's just, it's not, it, it's not a feasible answer. But, like, it's the only one we have. Because yeah. we don't fucking know. As adults, you don't know either. No. Like, it's, we're, it's we're, the, I mean, we're, we're still guessing, dude. Like, we're yeah. still trying to figure out. And and life it's the world's greatest trick to fucking make us in charge of shit. One of the worst pieces of advice I've ever been given. And and like I said, like the older I get, the more I realize how bad of advice this is, mm. is somebody says when I was your age. Yeah. You know, oh, and yeah. the more I think about it and the older I get, I'm like, yeah, you were my age, but the world was different. Yeah. The situation was different. I was when like, yeah, I was, when, 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 when you were my age, you could break your arm and fucking get it fixed for 10 bucks. When I was my daughter's age, mm-hmm. like, my, both my parents could work and afford a house. Right. My parents were, were just barely married and they could afford a house. Right. You know, I grew up in a home. My, yeah, right. I, I started I started my family in apartments because yeah, that's all same. we could afford. I'm still in an apartment. Yeah. The only reason I'm in a house right now is because 
because uh, of, of my parents mm-hmm. and the fact that they were able to trust me. We can we if if we were working the way we are right now back yeah. then in the eighties, we could easily afford a house. Yeah, no worries Shit, whatsoever. Yeah, no problem. You could do be on one income. Yeah. And, and it just doesn't fucking work that way anymore. Like, it doesn't very, work that way anymore. I'm very fortunate that like uh, I have a home when like my mom, you know, my mom's going to leave me the house and stuff like mm-hmm. that as far as I know. But like, <laughs> like I'm very fortunate that I'll have that like at the, yeah. at the end of at the end of their lives. Like I'm very, very fucking lucky that I'm going to have that like. Some people just fucking they die and they don't have anything, dude. Like, yep. not for not for nothing, man. Like, and and not to even like just bring it up and sour everything. Like, my dad didn't have anything when he died. Mm-hmm. Like, he had nothing. My dad had enough money saved up to buy a mobile home. That was my dad's goal was to buy a mobile home mm-hmm. so that when he was gone, he could leave that to me, yeah. and like I can take it off the lot and move it wherever I need it. But I'll always have a mobile home for myself. Mm-hmm. And then he got fucking colon cancer. And like he had ten thousand dollars saved up, and like, oh, your first treatment's gonna be like seven thousand. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, gone like that, just gone. Yeah. Like, there's I, there's a there's a great line in uh, Mission Impossible, the very first Mission Impossible Tom Cruise movie, mm-hmm. where it's just as true now as it was back in nineteen ninety five, and that line is. Dying in America is a very expensive proposition. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, it's so fucked up, dude. You can't even, like, die peacefully anymore. Like, oh. my, like they fucking, they come for everything, dude. If you're on disability, like, I'm going to end up on disability. I can't own anything. Yeah. Like, I cannot own anything because at the end of my life, they will come for their restitution. <laughs> yeah. And I think that is that's so why you gotta put it. Up. That's why you got to put it on, on somebody else's name. <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, when I, when I first filed for, like, for, for the disability, like, after my surgery. That's not legal I, advice, people. I'm just saying. That's not legal advice. <laughs> no, but it is it is good advice. Yeah, but, but it's not. Like, I'm not, I, I, it's not legal. It's not legal. It's no, no, no. no. <laughs> like, we are not fucking lawyers. So no, we're like, not. Far from it. <laughs> but I've heard worse advice. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> I'm saying it's it's a fucked up, like, it's a clusterfuck. And it, it's, it's so fucked because, like, the first thing they asked me, what do you own? And I'm mm-hmm. like, why? What does that have to fucking do with anything? And they're like, well, because at the end we get our restitution. I'm like, so hold on. Like, it was real confusing for me. I was like, so let's say I own a fucking car. You guys are going to come for the car? I'm like, yeah. So do you own a car? I'm like, no, I fucking don't. <laughs> like, I got some Batman figures. <laughs> That's really what I do. Oh, you do? Cool. <laughs> I really told them, I was like, I got maybe like 500 bucks in Batman toys. Like, if that helps. And they're like, mm, no. But she like thought about it for a minute. Like, she's going to write it now. <laughs> and I'm like, Are you re-? like, I will have those fucking things burned. Wow. You won't get shit. Are you crazy? Dude, they asked me if I had any jewelry. I was like, what? I'm like, yeah, do you have any family heirlooms? Like, no, we're poor. Like, and if I fucking did, I sure wouldn't tell you. Like, what kind of (laughs) sick shit is that? I think maybe, I think maybe that was like a little ulterior motive on their part. Like, they're like, he was trying to like hint, hint, wink, wink. Like, do you have anything that we can take? Wink, wink, hint, hint. You know? Yeah, I was like, no, I got nothing. Cool, cool. Okay, awesome. 
you know, like maybe he was trying to like save you a little bit. <laughs> maybe because like I really don't like I don't have yeah. like it's one of those things that mm. makes me laugh because all the stuff they asked me for, I was like, man, all this is doing is identifying how fucking poor I really am. <laughs> like they asked me about my fucking furniture. I was like, bro, like I have two old couches that they gave me. Like I don't, I all this sh everything I own is fucking hand me down. This fucking shirt is from the goddamn Goodwill. Like, <laughs> like I don't, hey, own dude, don't sleep on Goodwill, dude. Sometimes, you know. <laughs> no, I fucking Those, love Goodwill. I fucking love yeah. all the shit I find over there. I'm just saying, like, it's just so weird that, like, like even after you're dead, like you can't. I like the fact that you can't escape fucking um, school debt. Even in death. Like, mm. try to leave something to your fucking family. Like, nope. We need that. He owes us for school. Like, why? He's not using it anymore. Yeah. Like, nope. Still owes us. Like, it's fucked up. It's so fucked up that you can be fucking 17 years old and put yourself $100,000 in debt for school. But ask them for a fucking mortgage. Like, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, they'll give you a mortgage at 20% interest. Yeah. Like, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. Like... Being an adult sucks. Yeah. And, and I think that's the one thing that this movie, like, sort of doesn't really point out as much as it should. It kind of does it in a very, very cartoonish, over-the-top way. Like, know? I guess, the, and I mean, you're right, because, like, they could fucking, like, tell us how much it sucks to be an adult as a kid. Mm -hmm. But, like, well, I look forward to that. Yeah. You know what but, I mean? Like, and and I think the scene that perfectly encapsulates that is is when... Um, Peter is on the phone and his kids are just trying to talk to him. Like they're trying to, yeah. you know, they're trying to play with him, you know? And like, he gets after them. Mm -hmm. He's like, can't you see I'm on the phone? It's a very important phone call, you know? Like, like and, and, and being, you know, me being a parent, like that's happened, dude. You know? Like that's actually happened. It does. It does happen, dude. Like I've I've had to fucking like, like I've had to tell my my stepkids a bunch of times, like because they're they get rowdy, they like to run around, and I've told them like, hey, like there's people that live downstairs, like yeah. stop, and like I don't ever like getting after them. Like I don't like mm -hmm. it. I don't like being that guy. But like yeah. sometimes I feel, and it's so weird because I feel my dad's. Uh, well, I don't give a shit. Like parenting skills, <laughs> yeah. like they hit yeah. me sometimes. Like the other day, the my my little one was mad about something, and she didn't want to. She didn't want to eat anything that were off. She was hungry. She kept bitching that she was hungry. Like, do you want to eat this? Do you want to eat that? I don't want it. I don't want it. She started getting mad, and throwing a fit. I'm like, ah, well, don't eat anything. Sit there and don't eat. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you're not going to starve to death. You'll be fine. <laughs> you get hungry enough, you'll want something in this fucking house. Yeah. Like, and I hate. That I did that, like, yeah. and I I felt bad afterwards. I was like, bro, like, if I had the money, I'd take you to fucking McDonald's wherever you want to go all the fucking time. But I don't. Yeah. And like, sometimes we gotta just eat here at the fucking house. There's plenty of food. It's good food. You'll like it. You've eaten it before. Yeah. And it, it just becomes one of those things where, like, goddamn, dude, like, I hate getting, I hate getting frustrated with them. But like, mm -hmm. they're frustrating. Like sometimes they're really frustrating. Sometimes they talk at the same time. And I have to tell one to wait. <laughs> like, this one's already talking to me. Like, give me a second. And then the other one gets mad that I told her to stop. And it's like, mm -hmm. 
bro, like I, I can't process two conversations. Or they once. give you, they give you the look, they give you the look, and you know they they turn around or you see you know. the 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 youngest <laughs> one gets mad, the oldest one gives me the look. <laughs> like, ah, dude, like I'm, I'm fucked either way. I'm like, trying. Like, <laughs> yeah, like my my wife's like, yeah, sucks. Like, because <laughs> they do, they pull yeah. you in two different directions, and like, you can't do it. And you would know, you've got two of them. Like, yep. it's hard. One of them talks, you. the other one doesn't. So when one of oh, them God. wants something, and you have no idea what she wants, yeah. That's worse. <laughs> I can't even. I'm very fortunate in the sense, and I, I joke about it all the time. And I've told my wife my favorite part about having stepkids is that when I met them, they could already tell me what they want and wipe their own asses. <laughs> like that was my favorite thing about being a stepdad. I was like, dude, like they they're not yeah. they're potty trained, right? And she's like, what the fuck? Yeah, like they're six and and like three, and or they're like five and three, and I'm like, okay, like thank fucking god. <laughs> Now, like they talk, right? And mm-hmm. she's like, get, try getting them to shut up. Like, yeah, they talk. And like, okay. I don't know, man. I've seen some five year olds with full diapers, if you know what I mean. So have I. And the, but that's why yeah. it's like, that was one of those things where like, I'm marrying this person and I've only talked to their kids like a handful of times. So I don't know if they fucking shit themselves or if they're fucking, they light things on fire. I didn't know any of this stuff about them. Like, <laughs> you just have to take a chance. And that's that fucking. That joke too, the you could do everything totally, totally right and be a good parent from day one and you could still fucking have Jeffrey Dahmer. You don't know. Yeah. Like it's a shitty situation. And like you you are like I can't imagine growing with them. You know what I mean? As babies, as these things, their heads swing and you've got to fucking <laughs> stop them from walking into things. Like with these two, I gotta stop them from fucking walking into traffic. I have to get them to fucking like, hey. Stop looking at your fucking phone for a minute when you're walking down the <laughs> stairs. Like the stairs it's are back concrete. in my day. <laughs> like the stairs are concrete. I fell down the last step the other day, and guess what? It hurt like all hell. Like I'm telling you, pay attention. Like keep in mind, dude. When uh, kids get hurt, they're fine in an hour. When we get hurt, we're fine in five years. <laughs> Bro, I fell down off the last step. Maybe like how long ago was it, Patty? Like a month ago. Oh, she's on her phone. She's not paying attention. But like, it was (laughs) like a month ago. It had to have been at least a month ago, dude. I still have a bruise on each knee. Like, it's only Mm. like this big. It's a small bruise. But like, Mm. I don't feel it. It doesn't hurt no more. But the bruise is still there. Like, it lingered. And like, because I'm not not used to slamming my knees into concrete. It's it's funny because I want to say that our age now... That we're older than than uh, Robin Williams was when he did this movie. Whoosh. I want to say that. Yeesh. Or at least the same age. Yeesh. Boy, I'll tell you, man. I knew I was no. He was older. my age. He was my age when he did this movie. He was forty. He was forty years old. I knew I was getting old. Like the, the I'll, I'll tell you the the moment I realized like oh dear, like I'm a fucking adult. Like I have responsibilities is when I started realizing that the pro wrestlers on my mm-hmm. TV were younger than me. <laughs> like that fucks with me. Like now I, I fucking hear people say that like guys like AJ Styles are, are too old to be doing this. He's fucking 40. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, well, you've been watching him for like 20 years. Yeah. Holy shit. I really have and, been. 
And then you see somebody like Mark Holloway, The Undertaker. He retired when he was 60, dude. Yeah. Like 64 years old. With fucking knees the size of bowling balls. Like, Did you watch uh, Ric Flair's last match? No. <laughs> God, no. Fuck no. I wouldn't watch that. Like, his last match was WrestleMania 24 as far as I'm fucking concerned. Like, me too, dude. Me too. Me too. I don't want to. I, I don't want to see that. Like Jesus Christ. Like I'm embarrassed dude, was, for him. I'm genuinely was, embarrassed for him. Yeah, it was. Um, it wasn't great, and I, I fucking it, it imagine it wasn't. Heart. It kind of broke my heart to see somebody as flamboyant and as amazing as Ric Flair was in the ring, like the tactician that he was. Mm. You know, the heel, the amazing heel that he was. You know. Yeah, kind of just like, go through the motions in his seventy-six-year-old body. And like the amazing thing is that like somebody at some point explained to him that he's his own brand. Like uh, he really is his own brand. You know, he sells his own his own line of pot now, right? What? Yeah, he wow. sells he, he sells his own brand of marijuana. It is it is called and as it should be, woo. <laughs> like what else would you call it? Like, yeah, and and it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, dude, you're a brand, or it's called. Ooh, it's the weed for geriatrics. <laughs> yeah, it's called it's called Woo, like the specific one he's selling, and like his brand is called Ric Flair Drip. Like, yeah, I'm like, okay, Who fucking, it, but it's one of those like, bro, I'm fucking, I'm 37. I don't know what that word really means. <laughs> I, I get I know. it, but I, I don't really How get it. How does Ric Flair know, know, know the, the vocabulary better than we do? He How fucking is that even doesn't. Possible? He fucking doesn't. Somebody explained to him that he can sell himself. Like, he never has to fucking wrestle again. His problem is he's addicted to it. Like, he likes wrestling. He likes to yeah. do it. And well, like he's been just, doing it since he was a child. Yeah, and like not for nothing, you shouldn't be fucking doing it at seventy six. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. If <laughs> yeah, I don't care anything. Don't wrestle. Like don't oh, do that in your seventies, dude. It's a young man's game. Like, and not to say that like Ric Flair can't hang with some of these guys, but what I'm saying is Ric Flair cannot he hang, can't with, hang these with these guys. Nope. He's old, nope. dude. It's okay. Like you got old. I mean, I we mean, if he's going to do it, I'm glad he was able to do it with his son-in-law. You mm-hmm. know, like, his, that's good. His third or fourth son-in-law. I don't know. <laughs> but, but anyway, so, yeah, man, um, the the whole thing about this movie and, and I get what they're trying to do. I get what Spielberg was trying to say with this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole the whole thing with the Lost Boys, the whole the, like the scenes with the Lost Boys um I didn't really, I didn't really uh, find myself all that impressed with them, mm-hmm. and it's not for lack of, of of talent or anything on on the on the kids' side. It's just they're not that interesting. They almost you know? felt, they almost felt pointless to have as yeah. many as they did. Like, yeah, it, it almost felt a little because po- there's like fucking twenty of them. Like, like for what? You know what I and mean? Like, you only need it like six and. And I mean, and and those kids, they look like they're having fun, and they acted absolutely. like kids. Yeah, they absolutely. Didn't, they didn't, and and that's that's the best part is that they didn't act like little adults. They acted like children. I, yeah. You know, and like <laughs> the 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 whole Lost Boys thing, it's extremely nineties, late eighties, oh, early nineties. Yeah. Their really attitude, 
which doesn't really hold up that well, you know. Yeah. But with that being said, for what it was, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd, I'd, I'd rather be watching Hook and Smee. <laughs> yeah, same. You know, so like, so much same. There's that. <laughs> like, there's this really weird thing, and I'll tell you. Uh, I told I confessed this to my wife the other day because, like, I don't know why this happens when I watch this stupid movie. Mm. Uh, like, I can sit through it from beginning to end, and like, even thinking about it wells up the tears in my eyes, and I hate it. Mm. And every time I get to the end, like, uh, and John Williams' music just swells because it's fucking John Williams. Like, and and that moment where he gives the little fat kid the sword and he flies away and the little thud one butt. steps in. Thud huh? butt. Thud, thud butt. butt. And the, name, and, thud butt. Yeah, and the little kid steps in a frame and he goes, that was a great game. Like, I always yeah, dude. dude. Every dude. fucking time. That line hits me for whatever reason. The That was I'm a great game. I'm telling you. Spielberg knows what he's doing. He knew what he was doing. He knew exactly what he was doing with this movie. Yeah, look. That look. that's why that's why it hurt me when he said that he wasn't <laughs> like just know. thinking about it. I don't know why that, that was happens a great game. To me. Like yeah. I don't know why that happens to me. It's weird. Like it's this movie and it's Terminator 2. Like, <laughs> yeah. It is. Like it just it hits me. And like even then, like Hook is no Terminator 2. I'm sorry. No. Like not for nothing. It just it just isn't. And like you know, a lot of movies aren't. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, for whatever reason, those two movies, like totally different everything. But the music swell, like the moment, the dialogue, it just, it hits me in that way, even when I think about it. And like, I think that's the mark of a pre- of somebody who did something really fucking good. Like, you're right. Like, Spielberg yeah. knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. Like, it feels like he was trying to evoke that response. Yeah. And like... And it worked. It works. Like, and if it doesn't work for some of you guys, like, that's cool. Like, some people, I've told people before, like, I cry every time I watch fucking Don't Terminator worry, there's 2. a place for robots in our society. Right? Because <laughs> I've told people, like, I cried through the Terminator 2. And they're like, why? And I'm like, then you ne- you've never seen that fucking movie if you're asking me why. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why? Have you seen it? Yeah, that's why. <laughs> like, And there's a great, there's a great joke. <clears throat> I mean, it's not a great joke. But it's a great little stamp at the end of the movie when they get back and the entire movie, the character, uh, his name's Toodles. Oh, um, the marbles. He keeps saying how he lost his marbles. Mm-hmm. And then Peter gives him the, the bag. He's yeah. like, I didn't lose my marbles after all. I had them the whole time. And then he starts flying. Yeah. You know, like that's that's another great emotional like. Stamp. Yeah, it, it's it's actually really clever when he they they have that really poignant moment where he gives them the bag of marbles, uh-huh. and he's like, he really did lose his marbles, huh? And like yeah. they just start yeah. laughing about it. Yeah, like it's really wholesome. Yeah, like and and I think that's what I liked so much about this film is that like Robin Williams does this really really great job of mm-hmm. like slowly turning back into a kid. Yeah, like hanging out with all these kids makes him start to think like a kid, and like it's a sad thought that when he left, that Toodles fucking loved him so much that he followed him, yeah. and he got old for him, yeah. and like 
turn into this crazy old man. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's so sad. And like, it, it's such a fucking like, the movie's far more clever than people give it credit for. And it's because yeah. the problem with it is it is such a sappy piece of shit story. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's so fucking that, that nostalgia critic joke, the blah, 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 reprehensible. Like, <laughs> it is but, like, but when it is like, okay, dude, I get it. Like, I, think, I think the parts that work, overpower they, the parts that don't they, yes they do that's what i was gonna say is like the parts <clears throat> that work like really grab you they do mm-hmm. turn you yeah it stops you from changing the channel yeah it stops you from getting up and walking out like i don't know people who start hook and don't finish it mm-hmm. like i don't know anybody that would do that like oh, i start watching but then i get bored and i'm like no you don't you no, never watch them <laughs> like yeah. you're lying to me yeah, anybody tells you they started watching hook and they got bored they're lying to you They've never no, started Hook, this movie. It, I mean, Hook may be corny and maybe cheesy and maybe cartoonish, childish. It's not boring at all. <laughs> but so is Adam West Batman. Say something about that and see if I don't smack you across the mouth. <laughs> like. yeah. So uh yeah, man. Uh that was Hook, dude. And I it, it's <clears throat> a lot of people, and I like to call these people bandwagoners, mm-hmm. are like they talk trash about the movie and all I got to say is this. It's made for a certain type of cynical person, whether it be a cynical child or a cynical adult. And it does a really good job of cutting through that cynicism and just yeah. getting more of what it means to be an adult and what it means what to be a child yeah. and finding that balance. Yeah, because that's what yeah. we're all looking for. At the end of the day, that's what we're all looking for, man. There's a yeah. reason I'm. Uh, that's there's a reason I'm 37 years old, and I somehow managed to squeeze Batman in every single one of these fucking podcasts. We do. <laughs> yeah, I will find a way to bring up Batman. It's the same in my everyday fucking life. Like I will yeah. find something associated to a Batman story, yeah. and like it's just something that happens to me, and and like some some things you really hold on to and some things you just never let go. Like Batman was one of those things I've never let go. Mm -hmm. Like I'm in my thirties and I still collect Batman toys. Like there's a balance there. I still have real shit to do. If my fucking kids needed me to sell these things because they needed something like Mm -hmm. I'd get rid of them in a heartbeat. Of course I'd sell them all. Like it wouldn't, they don't, they don't mean that much to me. And like my wife knows, like I've told her when things get hard, like I've told her, we'll just sell my toys. She gets really like, don't fucking do that. Cause I don't want to sell them either. But like, I don't care. Like yeah. this is real life. I'm an adult. I have real life problems. Yeah. And like, so there are a way to keep our feet grounded, you know? Yeah. Like, there are a way to keep our feet down. But at the same time, it's like, there are also means to help, you know? Mm-hmm. It's I mean, only, at least, at only- least our hobby at least our hobby isn't shooting something up our arms, you know? <laughs> right, dude. Like, my, my, like, and I tell people, I'm like, bro, like, there are so many more, like, dangerous and expensive and destructive hobbies. Like, thank God I'm not a car person. Like, holy shit. Yeah. My, co- my cousin is a car person and he saves for years to soup these things up. And he has them souped up for two weeks and he wants another car. And it's like, yeah. bro, like, at least my addiction runs me, like, at around. 40 bucks tops. I say <laughs> that, but I only have one mega figure. So like, no, my obsession runs at $20 tops. I don't buy from scalpers. Yeah. Like, 
And it's one of those things where I don't fucking buy them all the time. Like I really don't. Not for not wanting them, because I just can't afford it. Sometimes I have real life shit that like supersedes it. Yeah. Like there's real life shit that just supersedes it. Like, and it fucking sucks. It really fucking does sometimes. And you forget some of us long and have a nostalgia for being kids. And there's ways to do it. There are ways to fucking excuse me. Enjoy the things you enjoyed. As a child, I collect Batman figures. I occasionally watch Looney Tunes on YouTube because they upload like 11, 12, 13, 14 hours of them like for video. And sometimes I just pop one on and I watch Looney Tunes like because yeah. I fucking love it. And now they put like the real Ghostbusters is on Prime now. Like mm. I haven't even sat and started watching those yet. I want to. Like I'm going I'll to. I'll tell you one thing. Those real Ghostbusters episodes, they hold up, bro. I know they do. I like, fucking know they do. Transformers doesn't hold up. Thundercats oh, doesn't hold up. G.I. Joe doesn't hold up. Ghostbusters does. It's oh, weird. And like, <laughs> see, that, that's why I pointed out, like, because like Looney Tunes still holds up to me. And <clears throat> yep. like, real Ghostbusters Almost still 100 years later. And Looney, Looney Tunes is still funny. Up. It's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. It's really <laughs> fucked up how still funny it is, dude. Yeah. Like, even if you don't get the jokes, it's still funny. It still makes you yeah. laugh. Yeah. Like there's a Merv Griffin joke in one of those, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't get it, but it's funny. Yeah, I was like, I don't get it. I don't know shit about Merv Griffin, but that was I laughed. Yeah, like because then he slapped the shit out of Elmer Fudd, and I started fucking laughing. Yep. Like it's weird, man. Like there are still things you can do to enjoy. Like there's nothing wrong with enjoying the things you enjoyed in your childhood. Like there really isn't, man. I get yeah. caught up in watching uh, toy hunt videos. Where these dudes just buy shit that they used to have when they were kids. Yeah. Like one of my favorite toy videos to watch or toy hunts is um, All Ego Ethan Page, the wrestler. Yeah. Like one of the best bad guys in pro wrestling. And like watch his toy hunts. He's such a fucking dork. And like he looks for old, old like toys that we used to collect when we were kids. Yeah. Like the other day he fucking, he bought the entire Batman and Robin collection. Huh. Like Batman and Robin, yeah, the old Kenner toys, and like I look at that, like bro, like those toys were fucking amazing. Even now, mm -hmm. they were such amazing toys. Like to go back and mm -hmm. look at them, like wow, they're fucking cool looking toys. And like he went and bought them all, like because why not? Because he had the money to do it. Like yeah. why wouldn't he? And like there's nothing wrong with going out and doing stuff like that, man. You just have to remember there's a balance. You don't always have to be this stuffy, irritated person, man. Mm -hmm. Like, and you got to know what we're talking about a little bit if you're fucking sitting here listening to us. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's so, something there, man. There's, there's, even when you have kids, like, having kids is an excuse to fucking, like, play with toys again. Like, if you're <laughs> one of those people that feels weird. I don't weird, need no like, damn excuse, man. <laughs> like, yeah, right? Like, cause I know there's some people that are like, yeah. well, I feel weird, like, being around somebody that knows I have toys. Like, why? Mm. Like, who cares, man? Like, I used to be that guy. There was that, yeah. that one point in my life where, like, you sit and you tell yourself it's childish, it's dumb, I shouldn't do yeah. it. And you get rid of everything. And then one day you find yourself at a Walmart and they have a fucking throwback action figure. Mm. And it's like, yeah, I'll fucking buy one. And then one I, turns to two and like I still kind of have that a little bit. Like I still are like like if I want something, I'll, I'm hesitant to go uh and ask an employee, like, hey, do you guys have this in the back? You know? Yeah. But I'm I'm getting over it. I'm slightly getting over it. Um, especially 
you know, since since doing this, you know, getting feedback from a lot of people who who do the same, you know, collecting yeah. stuff. It, but, it, it, it's so funny because like I've I've noticed that kind of like toys have sort of become my love language. Yeah. Like I give somebody like a toy. Like when like I want to give them something like I buy like it's usually what I buy people now like when like Christmas rolls around I've told my mom a million times like when I start making like real money everybody's getting a toy for Christmas like <laughs> yeah. everybody even with my me and my uncle have that our relationship is a lot is toys he's leaves them in the box and breaks my heart but like <laughs> like the other day like for Father's Day I like me and his wife got together and we bought him a bunch of spawn toys and he was super yeah. fucking thrilled about it like he had no idea he was getting. Like all these toys, and he keeps telling himself over and over again, "I don't want to start collecting again because then I just have all these things, and I don't, I, I just, you know what I mean." And I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, I got it." But then, like, he sees something, and he's like, "God, I want it, but I just don't want to buy it." And I'm like, "Dude, don't be me. Don't be me when I was like fucking twenty. Like I was the same way. I just don't want to buy it. I feel embarrassed buying it. Yeah, like fuck that. I don't fucking care anymore. Like <laughs> I'm married to a yeah. really hot woman, bro." So like, <laughs> I'm very fine yeah. like buying it. And she supports your habit. And she supports your your No, I'm not going to call it a habit. I'm going to call it a hobby cuz that's what it is. It's a hobby. It's her hobby yeah. too. And it's so funny yeah. cuz she got into Like it was the same. I was going to like that's why I have a fucking giant mega figure Joker right now. She wants <laughs> she's the one who wanted it. She was like, "We never see it in the wild." Like mm -hmm. and you don't care about these toys we're, we're exchanging them for. Like why take two that you don't even really have any feelings for? And I'm like, cause, and I'm telling myself, well, cause it's two figures instead of just the one big one. And she's like, yeah, but it's a really cool big one. I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm taking it. Yeah. Even like we got home and she's like, can I open it? Like, hell yeah, you can open it. Like, mm. it's just the thing we do now. And, and, and I love it because it lets me hold on to that. Mm. Like, and, and yeah. it should be that way. And I think that's kind of what hook is, is one of those things that tells you like, hold on to those things. Mm. Like, cause one day. They're fucking adults. Like your kids are adults and they don't care anymore. Yeah. And they think they know fucking everything. And that day comes so much sooner than any of us are expecting. Mm -hmm. Like any of us are expecting. I fucking, my girls have cell phones now at fucking seven and 10. They've got cell phones oh. and like they live with their headphones on their heads like all the time. <sighs> And I can like we were when we were children. Exactly. And I can remember my dad. Well, not me. <laughs> I, can my dad, for that shit. I can remember my dad saying something to me when I had a CD player. Wow. And my dad trying to get my attention. And I'm huh? <laughs> and him just like, take the fucking headphones off. I'm talking to you. Like, I've done that. Like, I'm trying to talk to them. Huh? Like, will you take your headphones off? I'm talking to you. Like, kids nowadays have, have cell phones with their headphones and stuff. We had CD yeah. players. Our parents Walk had in. to, like, actually listen in the room. They couldn't yeah. take that shit with them, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> and, like, it's weird. Why you, you skip my CD? <laughs> <laughs> don't bump me. I don't have anti skip. Don't touch me. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, like, we, we, we have a tendency to forget. And like, there are certain things that we can still hold on to. And I implore everybody that's listening to this, like, hold on to it, dude. Like, enjoy yeah. it while you can. Even when you enjoy it when it annoys you, because yeah. like, it, it's gone. Like, you're gonna miss that the most. Gone. Yeah, I miss that the most. Like one day it's gone, dude. And your kids don't want to fucking hang out and talk to you anymore. And they they know everything. By the time mm -hmm. they're fucking 15, 16, they know everything. They don't fucking yeah. need you anymore.
Because we were there nice, too, man. We did the exact same thing, dude. We know. Yeah. You know. You go. You go from being a little kid to just and, and giving a shit about your parents' opinions and thinking they know everything, and then all of a sudden we're just those nice people that keep the lights on in the fucking house. <laughs> like, yeah. it's yeah. just weird. It's 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 weird, man. And this movie kind of does really know how to grasp it. Yeah. And like I like I said, I implore <clears throat> all. And enjoy it while you can, because one day you're you're just the nice guy paying for the electricity yeah. in the house. So, Bob, uh, what uh, what do you think now that we've wrapped up Spielberg month? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I know it took a couple of months to wrap up Spielberg month, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, next week we're gonna come back with a brand new episode. What what uh, what what movie are we gonna do next week, Bubble? Well. I feel we need to walk away from Spielberg, but not really Sam Neill. (laughs) (laughs) Good one. (laughs) And like, we've been really reviewing some gold and, and like, I miss it. I think you do too. And Mm. the fall's coming. That spooky season is upon us. Fucking favorite. Favorite time of the year, man. You know the spirit of Halloween opens up earlier and earlier every year? Yes, I love it. It's it's not even September and it's open. Like fascinating. So what I I feel we should just dip back into the trash and just just let's 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 take the trash into space, Will. I'm saying keep in mind horizon, brother. Keep in mind, one man's trash uh, trash is another man's treasure. It is very much my treasure, and I think we should do the fucking, the comedy classic Event Horizon. Bro, <laughs> a haunted house movie set in space. You never saw it coming. Bro. You like, never saw it coming. Two of my favorite genres of movies, horror and sci-fi. Flashers in like, space, I raise you. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, next week, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be doing Paul W.S. Anderson's epic uh, haunted house in space movie, Event Horizon, starring Sam Neill and Lawrence Fishburne uh, pre-Matrix, but post-apocalypse now. Not to mention uh, <laughs> Sean Pertwee of Gotham fame. Every time I watch that movie, I'm like, oh, Alfred. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh. And, and I got to tell you, this episode is going to be – Probably one of our best because there is so much to talk about. There's so much to unwrap with Event Horizon. <clears throat> like, so, holy shit. <laughs> so, hey, Papa, where uh, where can people find our fine podcast? Oh, you can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold, man. My personal favorite is Spotify. I just like to listen to the soothing sounds of our sexy voices on Spotify. <laughs> Yeah, man, we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, we're on a, this thing called Good Pods. Guys, Good go pods. and leave a go and leave a review. Uh, wherever wherever you find us and uh, let us know what you think and uh, if you guys have any ideas of what movies we can do uh, also uh, join us on our Patreon at patreon.com slash the note on network and for as little as $3 a month you can get uh, extra content like uh, movie commentaries and bonus episodes as well as all of our past episodes uh, that we did uh, back in the day uh, when we back first started the, out, so back in the Disney when we used to do this yeah. in one room together, crazy. So like, so like for fifteen cents a day, man, you can get like all this entertainment, all this that's movie like way, entertainment. That's way less than a cup of coffee. Way less than a cup. Especially of coffee, if you're man. one of those people that goes to Starbucks. 
Yeah, you can do it. You can do it for less than than Biden's approval rating. What a what a what a what a you know. What don't a, feel too bad. I don't approve of anybody in that fucking. What a state. price. <laughs> I don't approve of anything in Washington. Literally nothing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> There's very little to approve of, by the way. Any yeah. any day. But anyway, uh, so with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, join us next week for Event Horizon. Thank you all so much for listening. And, and like, uh, I can't, I can't, I can't promise that I won't make any more Batman references. I was about to be like, I promise no Batman references. But then I just pointed out that Sean Pertwee of Gotham is in it, and like, yeah. it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, guys. guys. Just if you can point out every single Batman reference in every episode, every future episode that we do, we will give you a swift and uh noticeable virtual high five every single time it will so, be a sweet uh, one <laughs> yes so with that being said i'm well i'm bob that my friends was the movie know it all podcast here on a know it all network we will see y'all next week later <laughs>